0: So as Val said, this Torah portion is called Bo, which means go. Or as Val said, Bo-Go. And it also means come, so it means come and go. So I guess in that way it's kind of like Shalom, which means hello and goodbye. I guess if the Beatles wrote the song and they spoke Hebrew, they'd go, Shalom, Shalom. Shalom. I don't know why you say Shalom. I say Shalom. Shalom, Shalom. I don't know why you say Shalom. I say Shalom. Ho. Shalom. Let's close in prayer. No, just kidding. <laughs> so, we reach the, uh, the Torah portion, which is, it's, the, it's, it's, it's a defining moment for the Jewish people, for our ancestors. Uh, it's the time of the deliverance from Egypt. After 400 years of living in Egypt and being under slavery and crying out how long God heard and came down and answered and responded in a powerful and great and mighty way. And all of a sudden, this group of slaves were set free to come out in liberty, to come out in freedom, to come out in perfect liberty. I am so reminded that every time I read these Torah portions, these Parshiot, these Torah portions, Last week, which started with the plagues, and this week, where the plagues end, when I go through the cycles of the plagues, and I realize that the plagues did not touch the children of Israel in Goshen, but they touched Egypt. You know, the lice came to Egypt, didn't come to Goshen, where the children of Israel were, the darkness came to Egypt, it didn't come to Goshen, I realize, and I am always reminded, that there was nothing in the Israelites' own righteousness which merited such favor. Why did God keep the plagues away from them and on? They didn't keep it away, keep them away from the Egyptians. Why did they merit such favor? Because he made a promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and that's it. It had nothing to do with their own righteousness. There were Jews at that time that were, I guess, righteous and they just trusted God. And there were Jews at that time that were just absolutely engulfed in sin. As a matter of fact, if you read some of the ancient Jewish uh, writings about this Torah portion, it it, it says in, in, in Jewish tradition that, um, that the children of Israel reached an extreme low level of, dis- of, 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 of impurity. But even then, Adonai kept the plagues away from them and not on the Egyptians because his promise has nothing to do with our righteousness. It has to do with his promise and his faithfulness to keep his promise. That's it. And then we reach the tenth plague, Mekat Becharot, the death of the firstborn. And being set free and protected from that plague had nothing to do with their righteousness. It had everything to do with the blood of the Passover lamb, the Pesach lamb that was put on the doorpost. If the blood of the lamb was on the doorpost, the destroyer passed over the house. If the blood of the lamb was not on the doorpost of the house, the destroyer was allowed to come in and bring death. The only protection from this final, ultimate plague of death was not their Torah observance, was not their righteousness, it was not their doing anything, but the blood of the lamb on their doorposts. It is a perfect foreshadow, a look forward into Yeshua. A perfect look forward to Yeshua. The Passover lamb. Who takes away the sins of the world. Which has nothing to do with our righteousness. It has everything to do with his blood. If it had to do with our righteousness, it wouldn't say while we were yet sinners. Everything to do with him nothing to do with us when the children of israel were told to come out of egypt after the 10th plague they were told to get out fast get out and get out fast but you got to eat a meal before you go and you got to eat quick and get out remember how mom always used to tell us like instructions on how to eat properly like what did mom tell us like like don't Don't lean over your food. Chew your food before you swallow. Keep your elbows off the table. My mom always used to tell me that. Get your elbows off the table. So the children of Israel also got eating instructions from our father. And these were his instructions. Eat with your belt on. Eat with your sandals fastened. Eat with a staff in your hand because you are ready to go. Quick. Remember how mom always used to say, don't run around just after you eat. You're going to get a cramp. You're going to get a bellyache. Not so with the Israelites. They had to literally eat and run. They had to literally eat and run. Why did they have to leave so quickly, two reasons. Number one, Pharaoh wasn't done yet. He was going to come after them. They needed to get a head start. Number two, the darkness in Egypt got so dark that God needed to bring the children of Israel out of there. The ninth plague the plague just before Mekat wrote the death of the firstborn, was the plague of darkness. And the darkness was so dark, it said, it could be felt. So dark, it could be felt. Could that darkness, we know it was a physical darkness, but could that darkness also have been a spiritual darkness in Egypt that was so dark it could be felt and there was nothing left for the Israelites to do but get the heck out and fast? Like a Sodom and Gomorrah kind of thing with Lot and his family. And there'd be no Lot's wife, no looking back, just go. Have you ever been in a dark place in a dark circumstance where Adonai says you gotta go you have to get out of this situation, you have to go have you ever been in a situation where the darkness is so dark it could be felt and Adonai is saying in that situation you gotta go and you're saying, no, 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 I can fix it. I, if I hang out a little bit longer, if I pray a little bit longer, if I shine more light in this situation, if I fast, if I pray, I know I could do it. I know I could change it. I could fix this thing. And Adonai says, no, you can't. I can. You can't. You just have to go and allow me to do it. Sometimes we're in places that are dark, that Adonai is saying, I need you to leave because you're in my way. Because you being there is delaying my ability to bring the right person to minister in that situation through me. And you're putting yourself in danger. Do you know that you don't have to fix every situation and that's okay? Okay. Do you know that? (laughs) Do you know that it's okay that you can't fix every dark situation? Sometimes you got to let it go. And Adonai is saying, go. He's not calling for you to shine light. He is calling you. He's calling an exodus. An exodus. So he can do what he does best. And this is difficult sometimes because we are called as as worshipers and believers in Messiah to be light. We're called to be light. Yeshua said of himself, Anochi or Haolam, I am the light of the world. But he also said Atem Oro Shel Olam. You are the light of the world. Well, which is it? Is he the light of the world? As he said, I am the light of the world? Or are we the light of the world? Because he said, You are the light of the world. The answer is yes. Because he lives in you. So the light that shines through you is his light. Well, then you must, you may say, well, why can't I then stay in this dark place? I'm called to be light. He said, don't hide it under a bushel. I am called to be light. Why do I have to leave this situation? The reason that he wants you to leave sometimes a dark situation is because the fullness of the being light, the fullness of being light occurs through his entire body, not just you. He may be calling you out of a situation so another vessel can come in and shine light, and that is the divine vessel for this unique situation. You may not be the light bulb of his choice for this particular darkness, Sometimes he calls us to just leave it. Sometimes we are not the flame for that light, for that darkness. Sometimes we are not the flame for that darkness. And Adonai has a word for flame that is lit when he didn't tell us to light. It's unauthorized fire. There's a word for when people are Addicted to caring for addicts, and that word is codependency. Sometimes Adonai is calling us to bring His light. Sometimes He's calling us to step away from a situation, and there's spiritual maturity in understanding what He has given you dominion over. And what he has not. There is spiritual maturity, spiritual maturity in hearing him and understanding when he needs you to turn on the light switch and when he needs you to step away. Do you understand? May Aronai show us what he's given us dominion and authority over. There sometimes is a darkness that he does not give us dominion over. He has dominion over it, but it may be through a different vessel. I'm reminded of a story with Rabbi Peter in Haiti. He went to Haiti. This is a few years ago. Before he moved there, he was on a visit. He took all the children to the beach for a big mikvah. A big hundred orphan baptism. So they were on the beach, and they were having this wonderful time, this wonderful mikveh service with the children and the, and the staff of our orphanage. And there were these boats, these fishing boats. And Rabbi Peter, as some of you know, loves boats. So he was drawn to it. So he was like, oh, let me go check out those fishing boats. He describes that he started walking there, and it felt like he, was walk- he walked into a force field. And, and like the Lord was like physically stopping him from progressing forward. And he said, why, Adonai, why, why is this happening? And the Lord said, I haven't given you dominion over that. Now, Rabbi Peter has a lot of favor and a lot of authority in Haiti. But here the Lord said, I didn't give you dominion over that. A few hours later, he found out what that was. It was a voodoo stronghold. Well, what's voodoo? Maybe if, why, why should that be a problem? The Lord told him, I didn't give you authority over that yet. So back away. Do you understand? Sometimes he doesn't give us authority over a thing. doesn't mean that there's not another vessel, another child of God who God said, go there and and speak my words right now into that place. For that moment, Rabbi Peter was not the vessel. I've shared a story here before that before I was married, I used to frequent strip joints. Now that we're all being honest. And I accepted the Lord, and I continued to frequent strip joints. And I got married to Sue, and I still continued to frequent strip joints. Until this one time, when I was there... And the darkness was so dark, I felt I could touch the darkness. The darkness felt so palpable to me. And at that moment, Adonai said, go and don't come back. That was in 1998. And I ain't been back since. Why did it take so long? Why didn't he give me that a year ago? Why didn't he give me it before I accepted the Lord? And when I accepted the Lord, when Yeshua came into my heart, why didn't he tell me it right then and there? I don't know. But one thing we learn in this Torah portion is the cycles of the moon, because it says when, when we have Passover, that's the first of your months, which is a moon cycle, and we know the moon cycles. We spoke about it in our new moon Rosh Chodesh service on Sunday night. Where the moon is dark, and then it takes a week and it's half dark, and it takes another week and it's fully lit. And we're like that sometimes. Sometimes it takes a little time for that light to reach its fullness. The timing doesn't belong to us, it belongs to the light. So sometimes we have to go through the cycle to get to the place where Adonai brings the clarity. And he says, go, Bo, get out of there. So much so, several years later, we moved to Rhode Island. I've shared this story before. Uh, We had a Bless Israel event in Massachusetts at a church. So we were ministering in music and in word. So we leave. And Rabbi Peter in his van was in front of me. I was in the car behind me. And I'm talking to Rabbi Peter on my cell phone. He's in front of me. And I said, oh, Rabbi, I'll follow you anywhere. Immediately, when I said, I'll follow you anywhere, his left blinker went on. And he turned into a strip joint. And I said, except there... (laughs) Sorry, my king, my rabbi, I'm keeping driving. Whatever you're doing, God bless you. Turned out that him and some others went, they anointed the door with some oil, and left. Baruch Hashem, I am not the vessel for that ministry. Adonai has called me out of that darkness, and I am not his vessel to minister there. I am not. Sometimes when Adonai is calling us out of darkness, he's calling for complete abstention. Complete abstention. There are some people that can go to a bar and have a little drink. And it doesn't affect them in the least. And there are some people where Adonai is saying, I need nothing short of complete abstention from you in this situation. And it's okay because we all stumble. We all, like the song says, we're saints that fall down and get back up again. Isn't there a song that says that? That's it. Saint is just a sinner who falls down and gets up. And we're like that, you know, because we're like the phases of the moon. Sometimes the light is conquering the darkness. Hallelujah. Sometimes the darkness feels like it's conquering the light. But we're so much more than the moon. Do you know why the moon? All it does is reflect the light. It doesn't have the light in us, in it. You have the light in you. You are more than just a reflection of the light. You have the light in you. But we do go through our phases. The children of Israel went through the phases, right? They came out of Egypt in power and in might. Until they got thirsty. And then they started to look back. Why did they look back? Well, number one, when things get rough in the wilderness, we tend to look of where we, re- we think things were better. Because our memories, for some reason with our memories, sometimes we remember only the good And we don't remember the bad. So all of a sudden in our heads, like, you know, Egypt really wasn't so bad. And secondly, Pharaoh is still chasing us spiritually. The kingdom of darkness, the army of the kingdom of darkness is still chasing, still luring. So when things get bad in the wilderness, we kind of tend to go back there. But I only share this with you to remind you that the children of Israel did it too. So we're going to do it. So we go through our ups and our downs, our waxing and our waning, our full moons and our new moons, our light and our darkness. And it's okay. The one who knew you before you were formed in your mama's wombs knew what you were going through. He knows your stumbles. He knows when you're shining and he knows when you, you feel like you're not shining so much. He knows. He knows. He knows. So, Father, I ask Adonai for you to clarify with us and to speak to us when you would have us shine your light in darkness and clarify with us when the darkness is so dark you could feel it and you're asking us to leave. Because we don't want to get in your way, Adonai, if you have another vessel for the job, if we are not the light bulb for this situation. Help us, Father. Help us to understand when that is the case and to get out of your way. Thank you, Adonai. There is a day coming when all darkness will be conquered. We are approaching that day soon. Thank you, Adonai. Thank you, Adonai it speaks of the final redemption in Isaiah 52. And it says of that final redemption when he brings us and he gathers us from the four corners into Jerusalem. It says of that redemption, specifically, you will not have to leave in haste. That is an intentional, direct contrast to our experience with the Egypt exodus. Why in the final redemption do we not have to leave in haste? Because there won't be no Pharaoh chasing after you no more. Because Pharaoh is thrown into the lake of fire for good. So we could take our own sweet time coming out. In that day, the light will be so light we could touch it. In that day, the light will be so light there will not be a need for a sun because the Lamb is the light and all nations will walk by that light. Thank you, Adonai. Help us Help us in our wilderness experiences. Help us, Lord God. Help us when you're calling, to, you're calling us to shine, and help us understand when you're calling for an exodus. In Yeshua's name, amen.